Welcome to the New Millennium Culture Podcast. Your hosts are Hurt Alert, Marcel Rivers, King 8, and Just Al. Every Thursday, we will bring you a piece of reality with information on black culture, news, and sports. And we here. Yes, hey. Uh, yeah. Yes, what is going on, everybody? You know what I'm saying? We back for another episode of the New Millennium Culture Podcast. So today, you know what? Oh, my bad. Let, we got to introduce ourselves first. You already know I am Hurt Alert. I'm Marcel Rivers 21. I am King 8. All right. And... Uh, hopefully pretty soon here we get just Al in, and then we got our guests coming in in a little bit. Got some some awesome guests in the day, man. Fact. It's gonna be it's gonna be lit, literally. It's, lit. it's Liddy. Hey, like I was saying on, if y'all joined the live, get your popcorn. Get the ready. popcorn tonight, cause we ready. Mm-hmm. Let's I, go. I, I don't got no popcorn. Like guys. I said, if you want to pick between. Nacho cheddar, yeah, or you can get white cheddar. I also got ranch too. Okay, put a hey, put it in the comments, man. What y'all think is better and what he should eat on his popcorn? I, I put just, it in the comments. I, I just got water. He said, I just got water. That's, you know what I'm saying? I got the you know, I had a long day, got the boat 24. You know what I'm saying? I got some some body armor. I just I just got water. It's going down, man. It's gonna be a good and show. I, and and I got some water, you know. Yeah, if anybody know me, y'all know what I'm drinking on. Let's go. <laughs> yes, sir. All Let's right. Let's get it cracking. All right. First thing I want to talk about today in the sports ah, hurt talk sports world is um congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They won Super Bowl 55, which I kind of figured they would, and I definitely put some money on them. I'm sorry I did not bet with the black quarterback. People were mad at me, but I went where I thought, uh, you know, the smart bet, which happened to be the the best bet and what actually happened. Um, But Tom Brady, uh, he did a great job, but I'll give more credit to their defense. Their defense definitely uh, held it down, and then plus – um, Patrick Mahomes was down three, I think three offensive linemen. So mm-hmm. he was running for his life pretty much the whole game. I feel sorry for him, to be honest. Even uh, Russell Wilson felt sorry for him. Then he said what he said later on uh, after the game. So we, we'll see what, what that turns out to be later on as well. I told y'all what the strategy was going to be because I said, if y'all keep them linebackers on Kelsey double uh, mm-hmm. heel. Ain't nothing else gonna happen. Then nobody wanna believe me. Talk about oh, you can't man nobody up on Kelsey. All yes, right. you can. Devin, you can with Devin White. When he's that's what I was trying to tell. Listen, I was trying to tell folk they didn't want to listen to me. Everybody you know, just want to argue with the king, man. That's all. Devin, Devin, Devin White run like a faux faux. You know what I'm saying? So he can keep up with anybody pretty much. <laughs> that's hey, this my thing though. I ain't. I, I'm gonna just keep it short, but. Mm-hmm. I get Patrick Mahomes was running all over the goddamn field, but this is my thing. You in the NFL for a fucking reason. 
That means that the team NFL felt like you was top of the line from whatever school you played for, or they, or they felt like they recruited you. You was top recruit out of hundreds of people that play college football. Right. You got one j- fucking job, and that's to protect your QB. I don't yeah. care if you was if you second string. Second string is damn near next to first string. You just that person ahead of you just probably got veteran status on you, or he just outworked you that at that particular season. There's no way that that man ran that much a right. whole entire game. <laughs> Therefore, I mean, there, there got to be more. Like somebody got to be like the coach and staff need to sit down and be like, "What the fuck." And then let's talk about the defense. Just fucking horrible. Don't get me wrong. I get it. If your offense is three and out every goddamn other minute, you're, you're not going to get tired. You're going to get tired. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But there's no, man, I I ain't going to put on the defense. It's all about the offense. That offense, they, they had two touchdowns they could have scored, but they couldn't yeah. catch a goddamn ball. Yeah, now. That changes the game. Like, you got two touchdowns, that changes. So the Chiefs, I'm not gonna put that shit on Mahomes. I put that on the whole overall team, and they start need to look at the fucking line and that defense. Is the defense not bad? They no motherfuckers just got tired. So now, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say this one one thing that I am gonna say real quick. Although yes, you're correct as far as you made it to the NFL, so you are the best of the best. It comes down to reps and chemistry, bro. You have to understand this season more than any other. It's so much harder for a second stringer to get those types of reps because you're barely practicing as a team yeah, as it is. So not only are you out of sync with the rest of the offensive line and the quarterback, you're not going against slouches. You're going against JPP. You're going against Shaq Bear. You're going against the Dominican suit. I mean, these aren't slouches by any means. So you're coming in out of sync not with your all. own teammates and you're going against some of the best pass rushers that are playing. That's I can't, I can't, order. I can't blame it all on them like that. Like, I mean, That's, yes, you know, what are you gonna say, hurt? Yeah, now nah, they, um, that's a tall order to block them, them, the people you just named. Hey, um, some, I pay, some you, of I pay you millions of dollars to do one job, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Get your I ass feel, up there and do your job. I feel what you're saying, but that's just like somebody paying you a million dollars and say, I need you to rush for a thousand yards next year, Marcel. All right, and I'm gonna do my best. Right. Them niggas look like they did their best. Them niggas look like they just got their ass ran over. Man, but you don't nah. know that though. You don't Bruh. know that. Hey, I'm I'm sure that they was. They had the out brother there. man running for his life, like he then, was <laughs> Now I will say this. Now they did have him running, but then he also said that like he started jumping the gun running after a while. Man, if I see fucking four three hundred pound dudes come at me every goddamn play, what you think I'm gonna start doing after a while? I understand that, but if you can't. If I'm walking to school and I'm getting bullied every day, and I see one nigga on the corner, what you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna turn my ass around and I'm gonna go around <laughs> the other way. I, I get survival mode. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but as a quarterback, you have to keep your composure. It's plenty of times where I felt like instead of running um, to the sideline, he could have stepped up in the pocket and made a good throw. So, do you feel like he got exposed as being the future goat? I wouldn't say he got exposed. Um, he just got a little rattled, and they got thrown off their game plan, and then them dropped. How you get rattled? It's your second year in the Super Bowl. It happens. It happens, man. It, when you have so much, 
success and you start to play, you start to struggle, you you might get away from your agent. You, how much money he got paid? Now look, now that contract don't don't you go off the it. final number of that contract. Hey, hey, look, what I just paid you, don't get rattled. Get your ass in that pocket and throw the fucking ball. <clears throat> that contract nah. ain't what it's things. That contract I, I, is not. I don't know, Sam. I gotta I gotta stop you for one second. <laughs> I'm going ham tonight. I see it and I love it. I love it. But you have to understand this ain't basketball and this ain't golf. He can't do it by himself. He's one man. He may be one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, but That's a great a quarterback with no team does nothing. You of all people should understand this, Marcel. Hey, so if he goes to the Lions, he's going to be the best player? He could still be a great player, but with no team, you're not but good. With no, exactly. There, so, so he don't have a team. So he don't have a team at all. He didn't have a team that game, no. He had no team. No wide receivers were catching the ball the way they've caught the ball all season. The exactly. offensive line didn't block. The running exactly. backs didn't run. The defense didn't show up at all. He didn't have a team. He was making outlandish throws in midair, and right. they're just falling off of the receiver's hands. That's not there's nothing more he can do because he's still putting the ball right where it needs to be. If they don't catch it, he can't do anything else. You, he can't catch the ball himself. You need to listen to the mic'd up of the game. Bro, Tampa Bay was like, this nigga is still, he's a magician. They were calling him a magician on Tampa Bay sideline. Like, how is he still doing these? He's still these making throws? it happen. It's just his team right. wasn't supporting him. Exactly. They was like, bro, I'm so glad they I were dropping I'm these passes. Alone, man. I just thought I put my, no, my frustration with that game. I figured Tampa, Tampa Bay was going to win regardless. Tom Brady was on a mission. And then when he started talking to the Honey Badger like that, I knew it was over with. What did he say it's, to him? They were just going back and forth. Look, I I, I told you, Brady gonna always have Andy Reid's number. They said when uh Brady does this, it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once he once he gets into that mode, it's it's nothing you can do. Yeah, and it's, a, and it's a wrap. Tom didn't do a lot, but he was Tom fucking Brady. Yeah, he accurate as hell. Like you can't. He, was, he wasn't magical or anything, but he did what he had to do. Yeah. That's a fact. And of course, Grunt scored the first touchdown. Of course, yeah. yeah so, so for for Brady, that makes his seventh uh, NFL Jeremy title. Did it. Bad boys for life, right? And then this this will make his uh, it's a seventh title, fourth Super Bowl MVP for Tom Brady. Regardless, that's ridiculous. Um, this is Tampa Bay's second title. Yep. Um, but the crazy the crazy thing is, some people don't know, is that LaShawn McCoy is a back-to-back Super Bowl champ. Yes, he is. And did not touch the ball not once in either one of them. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy pulled a, a Dennis Dixon. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is back-to-back Super Bowl champs and ain't touched the ball. But... That's crazy, man. That is crazy. So we're going to move on. Congratulations to them again. I'm pretty sure uh, the Chiefs, This it, it, it might be a rematch next year, but we'll see. All right, on to the NFL. I want to talk quickly about, uh, congratulate Carmelo Anthony. He passed the big O, Oscar Robertson, um, to become the 12th on the all-time scoring list. Pretty big um, accolade there, you know, becoming 12th on the list. I think he'll definitely end up in the top 10 by the time he's finished. 
Dunbar, you've been my guy, man. Uh-oh. But I can't. I don't, don't, don't start that. Uh oh. Don't start that. Y'all know what? Never mind. Never mind. Hey, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. A former Steeler was going to win a ring regardless. And you're right. And honestly, I I had them both at this point. So, because that's two of the three Bs. Like, yep. You know, but it won't be a rematch. Oh, I already know you're going to say your Rams are going to be in there next year. Since you got a, you got a new Ram on the show. The Rams so. are going to be just as ass as they always are. <laughs> and he going to be at home hurt like he always is. Wild card. Let's move on. I don't even want to get into that today. Uh-oh. Smart, my guy. I got my popcorn. But we, we ain't looking for that show. That's cool. Go yeah. ahead, Hurt. Right. Like I said, congratulations to Carmelo, the real Melo. Let's stop calling the Mellow Ball Mellow. Okay. He is not the real Mellow. Y'all know what I'm going to say. So. <laughs> say it. Mello. I can hear you. Say it. Fuck all the balls. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't saying. Pause if needed, but no, y'all know young, who I'm talking about. The younger generation be talking about Mellow Mellow, and they talking about Love Mellow Ball. No, call him Love Mellow. He is not the real mellow. Stop it. Call him a cat. <laughs> see, I'm politically that. correct. Y'all see that? I yeah. Put my tie on. You know what? I'm going to – this next thing I want to mention real quick. I'm going to jump in. It's sports, but it's a little political. I'm, I'm going to step on your toes a little bit, Marcel. And I want to talk I about it. I want to talk about the Dallas Mavericks situation with the Ooh. national anthem. Yeah, I want to talk about that for a quick second. All right. So Mark Cuban, um, he had a meeting with Adam Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. He said, hey, you know, because of everything was going on, you know, they, they kind of had some some issues there in Dallas. Hopefully everybody heard about certain things. Some some people have been called racist. Things have been done, blah, blah, blah. So he said to kind of until they come to a collective agreement as an organization, they're not going to play so far this season. They have not played the national anthem before any of their preseason or and any of the home games. And they're going to continue that until they come to an agreement. So I want to know what you think about that. What y'all think about that? So overall, the reason why they, um, for the most part, people outside of the, the business aspect, they look at it as I'm an American, I'm a patriot. And um, that we should always honor our our uh, our fighters that fought in the war. Yes, I agree. Boom, salute them. Boom. But on the other side, people don't realize that how much money is put into pro sports as a recruitment tool for people to come to the army or the military. So it's kind of like propaganda, almost like how they used to do back in the day. And it's always been a tradition to keep it. In sports, me personally, I don't see what the like besides the the business side of it. There's really no real reason why we need the national anthem in sports, especially with the um, NBA when you have so many different backgrounds coming in and ethnic groups that come and play for the league come from overseas. They come from Canada, but at the end of the day, the NBA is in America. In America, so you should you know represent your country. But when you bring in so many nationalities, it's kind of like let it like it, I, I can question, I can challenge that. 
Just like we want the black national anthem played during before games, and everybody want to get all uproar, but they don't understand the history behind it. But your but your league is predominantly black. So I see both sides of it. I'm definitely for like, I'm more so like whatever the team chooses, I support it. But I'm not gonna be like, oh fuck the flag, fuck this and all that. But I do see both sides. But if you see the business side of it, if I'm a businessman and I pay you a million dollars to do something, you better do it. And that's how I do look at it on the business side. But when I look at it as an African-American, you need to play the black national anthem and then and you could play the national American national anthem. And you need to play the Canadian uh, national anthem. And they do it in hockey. Hockey plays the uh, Canadian national yeah. anthem and, and the American national anthem. Well, and I'm not, the, 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 Toronto do it as well and play. Yeah. Rappers. So that's my spiel on that. I know uh uh Mr. Dunbar, he is a Dallas Mavericks fan, so that's why he's coming like that. That is his team. We don't care so about I, Dunbar I, right now, man. He can just oh, he's still in timeout. I ain't forgetting. Oh wow, him for, for the A B comment, huh? Yeah, I ain't forgiving for that yet. He's still <laughs> in but I, I kind of agree. Um I, I heard on another show that I watch pretty often. They kind of suggested that it should only be played at major events instead of, you know, just the regular season games. So, I mean, I get it. Or how about y'all just play it in the stands before the game gets started? How about that? Yeah. Yeah, I know people, some people, you know, are are a little up in arms about it. But because the rule, the NBA rule book says you have to do it. But I'm glad Adam Silver during this time is not enforcing that rule. He is leaving it up to the organization. And plus, Mark Cuban is a technically a private owner as well. So it is different. People didn't know. Everybody was jumping on gun like, oh, yeah. that's what he get. Like, he's a private owner. And that means Exactly. So exactly. So the NBA just can't slap whatever they want on him. Mm -hmm. And pe people don't understand that as well. But yeah, just, just to let y'all know. So I definitely just want to do a little quick spiel about that. And, and that that's it, man. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and shut it down. That was all I have for the sports update. Her talk sports. Next, yeah, play the black national anthem, man. I I totally agree, stuff. Totally agree. Next, we're gonna go ahead and swing it over to King Eight. All right, so few things in hip-hop news first and foremost <clears throat> it's it's super bowl related but it's hip-hop related 50 50 cent <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't know if y'all heard 50 cent super bowl after super bowl after party mm -hmm. got a <laughs> got an airport hangers lease canceled for his party, uh, violating COVID safety protocols. You can't throw an epic party and cause a business to lose their lease, man. That's you owe them a new lease. You you owe them a building at this point. Like that's that party was jumping. I mean, I'm sure it was, but I'm just like it's it's an airport hangar. Did they did they cancel that parade that was going on for Brady and them? No, it was on boats. Oh, it was on yeah, boats. Yeah. You, you didn't many... see where Brady threw the uh the Super Bowl trophy? Right. And oh how many my people god, he was lit too. And how many people was on the boat on each of those boats? But do we know if they had masks? No, it's no, live. Everybody wanted no mask. It was 10 plus people on each boat. 
CDC says 10 or under on a group. So come on. I don't give a fuck if they champions or not. You ain't going to pick and choose. Well, I guess when. But it's it. I mean, yeah, we know what it say, is. We know. know what it is. But I will say this. On top of that, you have to think you have people who are in an exposed environment versus an enclosed hangar. There's a slight difference, right? Yeah. You can act a little bit full when it's open outside. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Y'all are granted it's an airport hangar, but if it's that big to where you lose your lease, you can only imagine the number of people that are there. So how many, niggas, how many niggas coughed on the boat? I mean, but you're only affecting that boat. Yeah, and, and then when everybody get off the boat and walk on the dock, how many people? I mean, that's the same danger you take whenever you go to the grocery store. That's like, my that's, point. So y'all I mean, should so a party, like, a celebration yeah. party because of what? Because of his name? So what if Tom Brady decided to throw a big-ass party like that? Would y'all have shut it down? Tom Brady's smart. Of course not. Tom Brady's smart. Come on, Jeremy. I mean, I, lo I love what you said, but... Don't give him that. No, no, no. It's Tom Brady, man. No, no, absolutely not. Tom Brady can do whatever he wants to. And Grunt gonna be right there with him talking about some. Turn up with his shirt off. With his shirt off, like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm related, but I know y'all see how sauce Brady was. Oh, he was. <laughs> hey, I agree with you. I'm like, shit, I was like, I'm like that on the uh, Tuesday, shit. Hey, Brady was. That boy had the wobbly legs. Brady was slizzed. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on, number two, and this one, the, the lady's going to cry for this one. Rihanna is temporarily closing her luxury Fenty house. What? No, yeah. she's not closing. No, they her are... and the company. The company is the contract. They decided not to go forward with it because her yep. sales weren't great. Yep. I don't think it's gonna stay. It's gonna. Her come designer down. suck. I mean, it's, her 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 designer suck. The lingerie was great, but overall, her designer was. wasn't that great. Right. But listen, I this is not the last that you're gonna see the fancy line. I can almost promise you, it's gonna come back. I know that's why sexy as fuck. It, it has to be reworked for sure. It definitely has to be I watched it y'all on Amazon. I was lying. I bet you did. I, I licked my lips a couple times. I bet you did. My wife sat right there too, and she licked her lips too. So I was happy. Hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> and it's last, a for everybody. <laughs> last but not least, this one and anyone, all of us can enjoy this. And I know there are millions who are excited. BET. Y'all know what BET did? They bring it back. Comic view on BET. Not They bring it back. BET uncut. Yes, sir. No, no, they're not. Yeah, for no, a week. For Valentine's Day. I need a tip drill. I need a tip drill. They bringing Later. it back. Yes. So. Uh. Mm. Well, to eat popcorn. Hold on, I gotta eat. Right. Hold on, hurt. Like, oh, listen, I'm gonna have a bag of two bags. Their numbers is about to go through the roof. You hear me? Hey, we've been waiting on this since we was man. Yay high. <laughs> so, first off, some of them videos were shot in Rolling Acres Mall. I got six. I got six debit cards now. <laughs> so Not six. This dude. But yeah, get your so, swipe. Get your swipe on. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> That's all I have as far as my hip hop updates. I do want to take a great segue into uh, the album of the week. Album of the okay. week this week is "Sessions from the ahead. City" by King Word, another Ohio artist. You know what I'm saying? Hurt's gonna pull that up for you. 
Why he's pulling that out, man? You said what? I checked it out. It's it's lit for real, man. Honestly, my favorite song is Home State. That's number one. Hey, Home Listen, State is. My my guy has he's got something to say. So if y'all are into real lyricism and hearing a message with some dope beats, please hey, yeah. check him out. It was definitely yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Please check him out. It's it's definitely Home State sure. is definitely it, and what make it so much better is the uh, sound bite at the end with LeBron. That was the best part. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm just hey, a and, and y'all, y'all know I, I ain't even I ain't even the biggest LeBron James fan. So you know if I say it, it's gotta be good. Yeah. I mean he got he got a song with uh Jordan soundbite and the and the Kobe where he you know hit 60. I wonder how much he had to pay for them sound bites. I don't know. Or did he did LeBron just say a hey, support black <laughs> black music? <laughs> said, Go ahead. Right. <laughs> I mean, he might have. You never know. That's, yeah, you, he never, might you have. never know. He yeah. might have. I ain't gonna lie. This is nice. Hopefully, he's watching. I know I talked to him earlier this week. Oh, so, salute but. to my guy, man. If if y'all get in touch with him, tell him to contact me. We can. Yes, sir. We, we you know what? Business. Oh yeah, actually, he um, he's <laughs> that's funny. He's moving to Tampa, but he he said he he in the studio. He working on another one, so yep. another we one. gonna see. Tell him to contact me, but that's that's all I got today. I think we are gonna swing it over to sale. You got something to say? Hold I on. You know what? Today. Since since uh since? we we gonna have to switch it up a little bit. Okay. Since just all ain't here. Fuck him. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and let's 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 run let's run with the kicks. Let's run with the kicks. Y'all want to mm-hmm. say what it is or y'all want me to say what it is? Go ahead. Go ahead, man. So the shoes of the week, man, we ran with the, uh, the Super Bowl 12 lows. If you ask me, they just the flu game lows with some gold hits. I do like the inside of <laughs> sock liner with the, with the colors. Oh, the I know confetti. you can't really see it. The confetti yeah. is, is lit. I like that yeah. aspect of it. But if you ask me, those are really just the, the flu game lows with the gold accents on it. Stop. Yeah. And and I like the uh everybody, I know you can't see it on this picture. It got the area code on the back tab. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's raw. Those are definitely I did not grab them. I thought about it, but I'm not a I'm not a fan of lows all like that, man. Yeah, like, no, not most not of my all. 12s are summer shoes, and I feel like I'm I'm not the tallest guy out here, y'all. I can't be having on low top shoes and shorts. I feel like that just looks weird to me. So I didn't pick them up. But uh, they're definitely a lit shoe, if you ask me, in my opinion. But definitely look just like the flu games, if you ask me. Yeah, but, and, and I believe. Huh? Huh? I just want to say that those shoes are ugly as fuck, and it Damn. looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger wore them motherfuckers back in Jingle All the Way when he was a superhero. <laughs> you not go first. Of all, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. You you Wait you have minute. you're gonna refer to him as Turbo Man. You're not gonna disrespect <laughs> my me. bad. Because like Turbo Man then wore them shits. Turbo Man was lit though. So if Turbo Man wore them, I definitely wear them. That's that's just feel, Turbo I Man feel, was not lit, bro. I feel as if Jordan knew Tampa Bay was gonna win and he made these shoes for them. Conspiracy. Facts. It can't fine. be conspiracy because both teams have red, so it could have went either way. No. Yes. But he got he has the Tampa orange and the area code on the back tab. 
Hey. Now, if it wouldn't have had that on there, then I could have said it would could have went for both. Nope. But yeah. he had the Tampa Orange and the, the area code. Nope. nope. So nope. I'll buy it. But wow. still, I'm, I can't. I, I can't do that. And <laughs> I, I see. I seen Stump's comment. Stump. Hey, don't worry. We gonna we just, gonna bring it up. Just just, just hold, hold on. that. Yeah, just hold on. Just hold on. We're going home. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the kicks of the week, man. That's that's what we're gonna do. So now we're gonna swing it to sales. You, you still go over there with the with the nacho cheese? No, I killed the nacho cheese, y'all. Popcorn is gone. But y'all already know I got something to say. Definitely, I'm gonna sweeten it up just a little bit this week, but to some stuff that's been on my mind. Uh, with the pandemic that's going on and everything, I just want people to realize like at some point we have to stop thinking that the government is going to <clears throat> financially secure us to the bag because they're not. Never. We, we have to, as black people or African-Americans, we have to start holding ourselves accountable and each other financially to get to the next point. If you want to get some food stamps for, you want to get food stamps for a few months, six months, whatever, short term, do that. You want to use uh, health insurance, any type of welfare, do that. But use it for short term, get on it and get off. We're doing too much of using the welfare system for a long term. And then we we get so adjust, uh, accustomed to that lifestyle that we don't want to move, move on or while we on Section 8 or while we on income base, we don't want to go to school or get a trade or work on getting a business or whatever we need to do to increase our income. So that way we can move forward and we can break that generational curse. Once if we display the same things over and over and over, it's just continue to move on from generation to generation. If you was on Section 8, then the next generation was on Section 8, then the next. And by all means, I'm not saying that it's wrong to be on Section 8 or anything. What I'm saying is we need to break the negative impact that we have on the next generation facts. So with that being said, I'm going to introduce some good people. That's going to teach us about finances. Um, we have a bunch of questions and we need to learn about being financially lit. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in the financially lit team in the hey. building. What's going hey. on? <laughs> Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you guys for having us. I, I'm, I'm solo tonight, though. Brian, um, he had a uh, he has a little circumstance. He, he's a he's a father now. His first child with his wife, and um, they're they're kind of still adjusting to that. So it's gonna be me tonight. So be, bear with me. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all wanted to ponder me with some questions, but be nice, okay? <laughs> we coming. We coming. <laughs> But thank you. I, I I appreciate you guys uh, inviting us on y'all platform to discuss financially, uh, discuss financial literacy. Um, it's definitely something that needs to be discussed in our in our black community. Something that needs to be in the school systems. Um, and we just want to be that resource. Love it. Love it. Definitely. Let's go ahead and so this off. go ahead, Marcel. So tell us exactly like what is your mission and what what is the objective for the the black community? Okay, I'm a, I'm gonna go into like how we just started because um, the story is is crazy in itself. Um, we started out just reading books, um, 
and we are rebooked with hookah. I know uh, Marcel knows we have a hookah business uh, for all good up hookahs. Um, but we will hookah. I invite a couple couple people over. We we hookah, and we'll talk about the 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 book that we're reading at that at that moment. And we were really just reading financial literacy books. So we were reading like Rich Dad Poor Dad, uh, The Richest Man of Babylon. And every week we'd come together and talk about um, what that book said to us in those chapters and how we was demonstrating it in our everyday lives. And man, the stuff that we was just coming up with and saying, and, and we was seeing how much it was changing our lifestyle and our finances. We was like, yo, like, why, why hold this information? You know what I'm saying? This is why we don't uh, progress in our community because we hold everything in. We we get better for ourselves, but we don't get better for the next. So uh, that's when we decided to come up with Financially Lit. Um, and it's just based off of us reading books. We're like, we're like the people that do the homework for you. And then we come together and we put it on our podcast and we tell y'all what we got out of those chapters and how we put uh, those things into our everyday lives. Um, and since then, we've we've expanded, man. We've we've uh, put together um, financially lit fair, uh, where we uh, ask the people in our community to come out and gravitate to the different resources in our community, such as uh, credit repair experts, um, mutual funds. Northwest Mutuals came out. Um, uh, realtors to talk about home ownership. Um, People that are, that are in the real estate industry, as far as flipping houses or, 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 or in in those uh, situations like that, um, stocks, uh, forex traders. We had all types of resources to come out to show our people how you can get to the bag and and how to uh, take that and progress into establishing generational wealth for your family. So our mission overall is to help our people um, when people have questions, not only do we just go and do the homework and come back with stuff, we tell them the different people that can help them and we set up consultation uh, meetings. We go with them for the first consultant meeting and from there, they, they, they take it from there, all free of charge. That's awesome. And I remember uh, a little, it might, I don't know how long ago, it might've been over a year ago, maybe almost two now. I remember I had like a, um, I tried to create like a financial group on Facebook and I remember you came in, you was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. But then I remember like right about that time you start, um, you and your team started, you know, doing financially lit. So I was like, I'm going to pull back. And then if they want to take over the group, go ahead and do it. Cause that was my goal. Ultimately, like somebody got to be able to, I believe in once like you got all these millionaires, that's just, they're, they're rich, they're established. And sometimes they can forget where they come from. But if you have somebody that's still on the same level, like how we're doing on the podcast or how you're doing with Financially Lit, we can all teach each other and provide the resources that we can give. I think we attract more people. It's good to look at people that are famous and that's rich. And to me, that's like a fantasy. That's like, it's reality. We can make it, but it's still not realistic to what we live in as maybe middle class, upper class or lower class. People that's just trying to make it on a daily life. So what are we doing to be successful in our own way? So I feel like what y'all doing are is perfect for what the community needs because they need to see somebody that might be in the same level as them, but they're doing something just a little bit more and you can help them succeed in a different way other than watching Ocho Cinco say, hey, this is how you deal with money. He got a million dollars that he can invest in right now. But right. How do you invest exactly. having a $30,000 salary and how do you become more uh, financially 
set with that amount, you know. So, so yeah, that's uh, what. Yeah, you know what, uh, Marcel. Although I don't remember the conversation because so much has happened since then. Yeah. There, there, there is still ways that we can still do that. So, um, let, let's not hold off on that dream. We can, we can execute. We can always execute. I'm always willing to collaborate and do things. Oh no, I don't, people. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it anymore. Y'all got it. Y'all good. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm we, y'all. We, 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 we can come up with something though. <laughs> we can come up with something. I honestly, yeah. just, I mean, it'd be so, so much going on, and you. People all, I mean, I get so many like uh, inboxes and DMs about different like yeah. um, uh, inquire on different type of uh, business moves to make. So we probably did have that conversation. Um, and I and if we can still try to do something, if it's not financially lit, something outside of that, maybe some, maybe collabing, doing something together. Uh, I'm, we are more than willing. Yeah, that's the and only we're way. That's building, gonna grow. We we gonna definitely. We're currently building a network. Because the whole new millennium culture network is going to be something bigger than what we're doing right now. And we definitely going to talk. We got some things in the works. We just, we build it from, from here on up. So we'll definitely, you'll definitely hear us about that. But I'm going to let the other guys uh, take over and see what they, I know they got a bunch of questions, especially Hurt. He got a tie on. Oh, yeah. He does. Go ahead, Hurt. Yeah, man. Get your popcorn ready. But my... A thing that I've been doing for the past, I would say, about two years now, I've been on my own financial journey. Mm. And one of the questions I have is um, one of my goals. Let me say let me say my goal first and foremost before I ask the question. My goal is to. I heard I heard this and I, and I agree with it. If you have to still get up and work, you're not wealthy. And I kind of agree with that statement because the the elite, I don't think all of them actually get up every day and grind and do something. They make their money work for for itself, basically. Okay. And that's where that's my goal is to have my money working at night, whether I'm doing something or not. And the thing is, uh, the big the big thing I've been doing is passive income. Now, is that is passive income important, or what? What? What's your thoughts about passive income? Most definitely, um, you always want to set yourself up to, like you said, allow your money to work for you. Um, a lot of uh, I like to tell people, um, don't be afraid to invest in yourself, and then once you invest in yourself, don't be afraid to reinvest in yourself. Um, you want to, uh, my mentor tells me you need about seven, eight side hustles just to be cool. You know what I'm saying? If you want to get to this level, you're going to need at least seven, eight side hustles. So I, I kind of do agree with what you are saying as far as allowing your money to work for you. Um, as far as getting up and working, I, I mean, I work, you know, I work at nine to five and I work, I have three other side hustles, you know what I'm saying? But all of it is work, you know what I'm saying? I don't just wake up and it just, some, something got to be done for that day for in order for me to make some money, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's in stocks, you know what I'm saying? When I wake up, I, I do my homework on stocks and then um, after I make my little plays, then I watch the money grow and then I wake up the next day and I didn't make so much money overnight, you know what I'm saying? So, and initially it does take work, but I can definitely see down the line 
where your money just is just working for you at that point. But right. initially, it, de- it definitely takes it takes your foot on the gas. You have to put on the gas. Right. So I actually you actually answered like another question um, online. So since you did that, I'm going to go a little into it as far as stocks. Thank you. Because I was doing what uh, <laughs> me, me personally, I've been concentrating on like ETFs and um, dividend stocks. That's a good one. What dividend stocks are yeah. really, really good. What 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 suggestions do you have about stocks and what's your thoughts about it? the stocks and the stock market? I think it all depends on your personality. Um, because you got the day traders, those are the ones that's, oh, they, yeah, that's they in and they out. They in and they yeah. out. Like <laughs> they they probably trade from like nine to twelve PM and then they done. Yeah. They they they, they serious out and they go they serious with it. But I've yeah. seen people make crazy money. Of just day trading. Then you got the swing traders um, that are hopping in and see what it do for a couple of weeks to a month. You know what I'm saying over time, mm-hmm. and then they make their moves from there. Then you got the long term that's just yeah, I'm gonna invest in Amazon, I'm invest in Tesla, then I'm just gonna let it sit for 10, 20 years. You know what I'm saying and, and see what happens. Right. Um, then you have the dividends, like you said. I think dividends is it pays for your lifestyle over time, so that's passive right. income. Um, you can invest in something today. And, and literally let the dividends, but I say like with dividends, they pay you monthly or quarterly, yeah. uh, annually. Um, a lot of people take those dividend payments and, and take it out instead of letting it go back. I, I, I reinvest. And reinvest it. If you reinvest yeah. in it over time, I, oh my goodness, you can literally, that's, that could be a retirement right there. Literally yeah. 10, 15 years from now, you know? Um, Definitely. But uh, I, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm working on a day trade. I, I work though. So Ooh, I, I have multiple things going on, but I'm more so a swing, swing trader. Okay. And I'm on them penny stocks. I'm all, I'm all penny stocks over here. She the Wolf mm. of Wall Street, basically. Hey, no, the penny stocks. Yeah. Yeah. People my sleep mentor, on the penny stocks. My mentor made six figures last year off penny stocks. Yeah. Them penny stocks are serious. <laughs> They are serious. It, I, I feel like uh why invest okay for let's say someone that want to invest in Tesla, Tesla probably like what eight, 20 a share right now. Yeah, uh, for so one share, one share, eight hundred and twenty dollars, right? I can get eight hundred and twenty dollars a penny stock, 30 cents. Oh, that's thousands of shares. When that shit exactly. when that, I'm sorry, I don't want to when it hit a when it hit a dollar, oh I'm gone. Exactly. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just like so, some, oh, I was gonna say, just this past week, it's been some things that then jumped out the roof. It, for the past couple weeks, it's been crazy. Amazon, GameStop, all that stuff has yeah. been. It's been crazy. Um, it's kind of funny though. Like I, I like how uh, us little people uh, hack the not hack the system, but we manipulated what they did, what they already do to us. Exactly. And, if you guys uh, know what happened um, with with uh, like Reddit, the Reddit forum, and and HeadFunge, uh, HeadFunge, what happened was they were shorting um, the the stock prices to go down, and what Reddit was doing, it was we were all coming together. We the little people, we all coming together, saying buy into these stocks, and that's when you see GameStop in like four hundred a share. Man, you know, it, 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 it didn't mad. make sense. 
It didn't yeah. make sense. And we all knew it didn't make sense, but the fact that it, it happened, it was like, whoa. <laughs> it worked. We, we fought the system. <laughs> yeah, we they fought the system. system. <laughs> but yeah, my, my cousin, my cousin, my uncle, they got into it. They 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 did well with it and they jumped in, jumped out. That, and that's the one that you jump in and jump out. It that yeah, one sure. right there, when I looked at it, I was like, it, it didn't make sense overall. I'm like, man, this don't make sense. I'm gonna if yeah, I hop in didn't. this by the morning, it's gonna be I just know it's gonna, it's gonna be, be negative or something. But yeah. it, it went on for what four, five days? Yeah, it was yeah, <laughs> almost a week. But of course, when 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 the, the big players in the game, when they betting against that, you know they're gonna shut it down. Eventually. Eventually. They um I still think autumn all, all them people that bought in. Um a lot of people haven't haven't hopped out. They're, they still buying in. So Yeah, I don't know about that. Got, it went down yeah. too much now. Yeah, but that's what people do. They buying the dips. You know what I'm saying? Expecting yeah. it to, to grow and then you know what I'm saying, they profit even more over time. So it just depends on I, I'm not I'm not worried about GameStop. I ain't invested no. that. I was cool on it. Yeah, no, I'm either. <laughs> So my question for someone who I don't trust the stock market. Mm -hmm. um, so stocks is not my thing. What are some other avenues that say someone who's just getting started on a financial journey to building wealth, whether it's passive or just multiple streams of income? What are some of the best tips that you could give to someone that's just getting into it as far as ways they can maximize their money? Can I ask why? Like, why you don't like, is it trading overall or is it just trading stocks? I don't know enough to feel comfortable to do it. And yeah. I feel like there's a lot in the back end that even if you learn to a certain extent, there's information that's withheld that would keep you from actually surpassing a certain number to actually become extremely wealthy to a certain extent um, without having to really, for lack of a better term, invest half your life into trying to win right um i'm not i'm not betting all on black i don't put all my cards on the table for one hand of blackjack you feel me right. so to me i feel like maybe at this point in life trading isn't the best bang for my buck only because i'm still trying to do so much with my money it's, it's spread thin already so right taking away from that is going to do more harm to me whether i win or lose so i kind of stand away from that um, and that, that's completely understandable because, you know, trading is not for everyone. There are definitely other alternatives. Um, mutual funds, money market accounts um, is one. Uh, I would say, I mean, I see a lot of shoes back there. You know, that's this. This that's, is all green screen filter. That's not real. That's not. Oh real. no, that's, oh, okay. real. that's real. That is real. Don't let that, him that, fool you. That's a that's like a business back there. You know what I'm exactly. saying? That, that, that's, that's, that's a full. Business. That's a full investment right there. That's an investment right there. So I think you can always find something. You know, um, mm. even with financially live, we've had we've grown to where now we're trying to find different things within financially live to uh to fund our company so uh marcel got on our hoodie right now you know what i'm saying we we i had to learn how to do that i didn't know how to do that worth nothing as of uh june 2020 <laughs> that's when i started making our merch um and that was just another way because we're nonprofit. that was a way for uh me to kind of find a way to fund 
um, how our our setup, uh, our our studio setup, mics, uh, cameras, um, just giving back to the community, putting on events. Uh, those those was different ways for me to find um, other ways to invest in our company. And then we have something else coming out for stocks. <laughs> um, and it's kind of going to be like a, like a video coursework thing. Cor courses is, is always good. Whatever you're good in, create a course. People pay to learn. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Create a course. Okay. People pay to learn. And oh, yeah. I would say whatever your worth is, charge that times 20% plus 20% because yeah, it, it the information unless, unless you unless you like financially lit and you want to just get a game for free we want to get a game for free because it, no one ever did it for us we had a fighter on our own but for if you got a course for like your sneakers or something like that like <laughs> how to make money off of sneakers people gonna buy that but so there, yeah. it's interesting that you say that <clears throat> and nobody ever taught us and i just want to hold y'all just for a second on that because i Y'all already know I'll be doing my research and reading and stuff. So I just want to put out some facts. Like, come on, so, facts. So there, there was a research that was done on African Americans about what we know and what we don't know when it comes to financial literacy. And it stated that there are eight categories that you should know when it comes to being financially lit. It has earning, consuming, insuring, saving, investing, borrowing, managing debt. Comprehending risk and uncertainty. And with that, it said, with that test, it said only 38% of the answers were answered correct by African-Americans compared to 55% of white people. Our best score was in borrowing money and managing debt. And that was discouraging to me because we all know in the black community, we got what in the community? A liquor store. Payday loan and McDonald's. So, and then it says that what the key roles that play is our formal education, which you just said we were never taught. And then in most households that learn about financial literacy is very low. So then it put, I got a second page. Sorry, y'all. So it gave, <laughs> it gave an example. This this amazed me how, how far we're still behind. So it said in America, it gave an example that the gap for white Americans, they might have 630,000, not in income, just assets total. But for us as African-Americans, we'll only have 98,000. And then the median, and then the fact was that the median black household in America is 45,200 to white Americans, 142 142,500, which makes a big difference because when you have enough money to invest, that's where you get to learn all the extra stuff. So I, I wanted to just that, read that out loud because that amazed me on how oh yeah, we we lack, and it's not like we're doing it on purpose, let's say we don't want to know, it's just the lack of resources that's in our community. We behind the eight yeah, ball. Man. I yeah, I think we were conditioned to work a job and say, and the way we save is to just put it in a bank account where it don't occur no interest. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I it's crazy because I was just talking to my mother about it today, and we we're talking about um, like over time, each generation kind of progresses a little bit when it comes to financial literacy, but not as much. So, for instance, my 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 grandmother, it's always been about a job, and to them, working at Jeep or Chrysler was it. You you the thing. You know what I'm saying? You 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 rich pretty much. Like you you made it from poverty of where she grew up they came up from the south and they was poor yeah so when so with her she told my mom you know what I'm saying keep a job go to school get education blah just get beat now when my mom my mom could uh uh raised us it's sort of the same way get a, know what we want to do in life get a job go to college um but my parents also taught us how to invest in ourselves early on. If we wanted to do something, uh, they supported us a thousand percent. I remember my my sisters was selling like chips in, in grade school. Chips, candy, uh, they was making boondoggle stuff. Like, I'm selling CDs. I was making CDs when I was in junior high. Like, we were just doing stuff like that. That taught us how to make money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh oh, technical difficulties, but um, yeah, we definitely uh, being financially led is definitely um, difficult because even for me, my mom, my mom, my mom worked. She worked her butt off. My dad, he did his thing. Everybody, you know, they worked and they did what they were supposed to, you know, you do. There? But I was always, yeah, we still oh, here, man. and yeah. I was always told to go to school, go to school. Education is key. Education is key. But then. I hit 20, I hit 20, 26, 27, and I hit that financial hardship. And I really had to sit back and think about what the hell am I doing financially? So I had to look back at my, my, my debt and my wife's debt and realize like, damn, we scratched the student loans and scratched medical. We were still 40, 40,000, 45,000 in debt combined. Mm. So two years ago, that's when I decided I was like, man, we about to sit back and, pay all this off. Like, I don't care if it's zero dollars. They always say, don't get, when you pay it off, leave it on your credit, show it's paid off. I was like, screw it. So that's what I did. So all of 2019, we paid off 45, I think like 40, $42,000 in debt. And the only thing we have on our credit is credit cards that are currently current and student loans that are current. And we got two cars that are current, but we don't have no like Negative. We don't have no payday loans that we took out when we were eighteen. We didn't. We don't have no more of those uh, them garnishments that they was getting us for. Everything's paid. So anything that we might be behind, it might just be twenty five dollar pay, minimal payment on a credit card, which we don't do that anymore either. We pay that shit like it's shelter. We always say shelter come first. I pay the credit cards like that too. Like before I put gas in the car, I need twenty five dollars or more on my goddamn credit card, <laughs> so I don't. Yeah. The negative remark on my credit. I treat my credit now like it's a goddamn uh, savior in my life, which it is. Candy. Which, yeah. which goes into one of our fans' questions. They asked, is it, the question is, how do I fund, how do I pick fund choices for my 401k plan? And the other one was, how do I use, how do I invest with my 401k? It was like a two-part question. Okay, okay. 
So one uh, 401k is basically retirement investment offered by your employer. It's a tax advantage. Uh, the money you put over time basically uh, lowers your taxable income. So I would say like different things to invest. It, it also depends on your employer too. Um, some of them offer different uh, maybe stocks or funds that you can. It it it, it also it just really depends on what the, the employer is offering. But ETFs, stocks, mutual funds, money market accounts, uh, Roth uh, 401k, which is uh, already taxed. You know what I'm saying? So when you pull from your investment, you don't gotta pay taxes on that. So that's always a good one. Um, for me, I treat my 401k. I have two setups. So I have one with my employer, but uh, you have to look at you have to think of that like it's like it's an apartment. You know what I'm saying? That you're not gonna be living in forever. You know what I'm saying? So at one point, you may leave that job, and then you may have to make arrangements to put your 401k somewhere else. So I have one through my employer and I also have one through, thanks to Jonathan Wheeler and Northwestern Mutual, we set up from there. And I literally, 5% go here, 5% go here, 5% go here, 5% go here, you know what I'm saying? And that's weekly from my from my uh, my paychecks. My money is always going somewhere um, because what I'm gonna do with it, spend it on something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we go out and kick it. We we buy what people be in the clubs buying bottles that can go towards your four hundred one k. You know what I'm saying? And it's best to do it early. The earlier, the better. I know I got a, I know a guy that uh, right now, my boy. I don't know if you know Aaron Bonner, but um, he, I believe that him and Kels, you know, Kels is like my brother, so in Toledo, and he does real Ooh. estate. But I believe that they pulled. You know, 401k a little bit out. They bought a duplex in Toledo, and then they just have to pay it back in a certain amount of time. And I think they only got. That's I think cool. they they were pretty much paid it off. But then I believe that Aaron and he lives in Dallas now. I think he just bought a duplex in Dallas now, and so he, now they got two duplexes. But I think Chris did it like a few times. I think I believe he has like, I think he got like three, four properties now doing that. Like put his money back in, take it out, do it again. <laughs> take it out. Do yeah, it again. Yeah. Now this man is having multiple assets because of his 401k. Yeah, I do know that sometimes uh, depend it, it really honestly just depends on your employer. Um that uh some get penalized for taking out early. Um mine's match, you know, since so whatever I put in, my employer matches. So that's that's like a double whammy for me. Um but then I have I have a money management account. You know what I'm saying? I have a, a Roth account, so I can pull from those anytime. But my 401k, that's, I ain't pulling from that just yet. <laughs> yeah. But I so, people do do that, and they and they say, but they it, it's planned out. They they know what they're gonna do. They know how this gonna pay for that. So like you said, he put it into real estate, and then that real estate put it back into it. So he was cool. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of people don't have that luxury. <laughs> and what? Okay, so then the next question was, what's the difference between a fixed rate and adjustable rate on mortgages? Uh, fixed rate uh, on mortgages is, is the same, the same monthly. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> my wife, my wife just talking. <laughs> so basically, your interest rate, your interest rate remained the same for the remainder of the life of that mortgage, um, and then adjustable they kind of change over time. From a period of time, a lot of people do kind of. If he's look, if the person that's asking the question is looking for like what's the advantage 
um, some people will consider fixed to be more of like a, a better outcome because based on how like rates fluctuate, you know what I'm saying? It could be higher at one point, but you still got that same low interest rate. So you good. Um, and then as far as the budgeting, you is always, it's always predictable what you're going to pay in your mortgage. So those are the difference. Fixed is, it just stays the same interest rate through the, through the remainder of the entire of the loan. And then adjustable, um, what was it? I'm sorry. Adjustable rates, you could just change it over time for a period, for a certain period of time. Okay. Oh yeah. Hopefully they're listening and on YouTube yeah. or or Facebook, so that way they can get there. I tagged it so they know their question was popped up. Right. If y'all need yeah. questions about certain resources, man, we'd take you directly to the person. Like right, like for the the, the mortgage questions, I would have took you straight to Dorian Alexander, um, of of, of Danbury Real Estate. I would have took you to Christopher Lett. Uh, he do he flips houses and stuff like that. I would have. We have somebody for somebody, always. If we can't answer yep. all the questions, because we're still learning too as we go. Of course, I think I got one more question. Somebody asked, "What are some good websites for personal finance basis for consolidation?" Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Three Management Solutions <laughs> is a. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and shout out uh, Galen Hughes, man. He's an he's amazing when it comes to those type of topics. He tell you exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Or or he might just service you himself and do it himself. Um, but you talking about just the basics of just financial consolidation with credit cards, or just basic financial? I think they, I think they mean just like personal finance, just in general. Oh, so whatever um, they're through. Oh my God. Um, I learn a lot of stuff through books, more so than websites. Like I go in podcasts. So like Earn Your Leisure, I learn a lot from that. Oh man, books. I man, I love Earn Your Leisure. Uh, yeah. Master P. Don't don't yeah, people Master I, 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 I listen to on the regular. I don't really go like certain websites. You could if you do want to do like uh websites, they have like uh like uh wisebread.com. Um, but some books would be like Rich Dad Poor Dad or Richest Man of Babylon or uh, Get a Financial Life uh, by Beth, I believe it's Beth Coberland, Coberland or something like that. But um, I learned a lot through books and like Earn Your Leisure and Master P and Dame Dash. I, I love, I love, oh, yeah, I Dame them Dash. all day. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to Master P with, uh, I think his, what, reviews or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Those, those are nice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I know you you mentioned uh rich rich dad, poor dad. Let's read I, for everybody. I see that uh I, I read it as well, but I watched their uh YouTube channel mm -hmm. and they did chapter three and four, minding your own business. And uh one of the things that I quoted that y'all put they said you're working nine to five, but what are you doing after nine to five? And they said, Go ahead on, don't go home and not and not work home, not work hard, go home and work for yourself. And mm -hmm. that stuck deeply in my head. Like, that's right. Like, you working nine to five. And, I, and I've done that. Like, especially when you have kids after nine to five, you'd be like, all right. You're tired. tired. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to chill, man. But then I think about other days. Like, I know tomorrow I coach. So I know I'm motivated. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go coach my boys. I got to do it. But I never sit back and really be like, all right, I'm going to do it. I know for a long time, like, everybody been telling me, like, I need to start my own nonprofit. Like, I need to. 
I got the knowledge to work with the community. I know what to do. I know what to do. And down, I know you hit me up the other day and I about the going on the clubhouse. And I was like, I'm gonna come because I got a lot to say. And then I finally this week, I was like, all right, I decided. I was like, man, I'm gonna start my own nonprofit. I know what I want to do. I just got to get it out of my head now and put it on paper. So when I saw that, when I re- listened to y'all YouTube, y'all said that, I was like, all right, these are signs that's telling me to go in the right direction and start investing in, in myself and in my circle. I believe in investing in my circle as well. I feel like like King Gate hurt them, my brother. So I feel like whatever I'm about to do, I always like hit them up or I send them a text where I be like, hey, hurt. And this is what I'm thinking. This is what we're going to do. Because I feel like it takes a team to really be successful. Like, oh, yes. Like anytime you see business people, you don't never, you don't see too many people really, really doing it on their own. You always see like, I had a friend, I had this, I had this support, I had the resources. It's always somebody, regardless of who name is in, I believe in, you know, especially in the black community, you want to do it together. And I think with like fi- being financially lit, sometimes the black community, we can be financially selfish within one another. It's always trying to get up on, be on top of the other person. Like you want to drop 50s and stuff down your arm, but you... You're not really trying to invest into your community or help the next person. You want to just be selfish. And it's just like, dude, you don't see white people talking about some, hey, look how much money I got. They talking about the next building they about to open up as an investment. And you heard me. You heard me. <laughs> other, but, other, uh, yeah, like uh, a lot a lot of like what you said based on our YouTube, that that's coming from our personal experience. Um, off us off of us Reno's book. So Yes, me. I I will have a thousand things running in my head, and I will not write it down. My wife be like, "Write it down." <laughs> like you are like all these ideas. You could be pressing the gas on it, and you just clouding it. And when you're thinking of one thing, then you're thinking of another thing. Then you're thinking of another thing, and then now you don't even know how to. Everything's just messy. So yes, write it down. Another thing was fear. You know what I'm saying? I used to be like, "Man, if I jump out here, I don't know how it's gonna look. I don't know how it's gonna be." And it hit 2020. I'm like, man, forget it. I'm about to just do it. And luckily for, you know what I'm saying, for financially lit and my other uh, business endeavors, we've been doing great, man. It's a blessing. Yeah, 2020 definitely should have kicked everybody in the ass and be like, look, whatever Spark you... fire under my ass. <laughs> yeah, me too. Whatever you want to do. Like, I had stuff started before then, but when that happened, I was like, yeah, I got to go 110%. Yeah, because yeah. um, look, luckily I kept my all of my jobs. Luckily, um, but I know some some people that that didn't that that didn't have that same luxury. So right, facts. exactly, exactly, exactly. And and we seen how you know what I'm saying how COVID really did. I mean, if y'all, I mean, I don't know if you guys like really paid attention, but I've seen so many like businesses flourish like just people just like you know what i always been good at this i'm about to do it and they would just mm-hmm. they was doing it whether it was making uh clothes whether it was making food whether it was uh wholesaling and reselling they was doing something you know what i'm saying they was doing something and i i, I like to see our community like you know what i know i'm about to re i'm about to invest in myself i can do this if they can do this i can do this um, we had situ- uh, situ- situations to where, um, like I told you, we, we provide resources to people. We set up uh, co- consultant um, meetings, consultation meetings with 
whoever the business owner is and whatever resource they need. And they'd be like, really? Why? Like, what? y'all do that? Y'all do all of that? Yes. What What does it hurt us to do it? You know what I'm saying? If you want to see your people win, if you want to see your community get out of debt, that's just what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I feel like we all win. You know what I'm saying? If I, if me doing this is going to help you get to the next level, we all win. Yeah. It's going to come back around. Oh, yeah. Gonna, it'll definitely come back around. Oh, yeah. One thing I, I wanted to say, um, and like I said, I listened to a few uh, of the people you said earlier, and they spoke on, you know, how other cultures and ethnicities, how they work together as a group and invest and how they keep their dollar in their community. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. My neighborhood is a new gas station just built. And I just went in there one night just to see who the owners were. And, of course, it wasn't us. Yeah, but you knew what it was. You knew who they are. <laughs> of course. You knew goddamn right. well we don't buy no goddamn gas stations. Except for the I'm black like, in Florida that bought the uh the black women that bought those gas stations down in Florida. Did y'all read about that? Check yeah, it I out. read about that. Yeah. Matter of yeah, fact, I'm gonna find that article and I'm gonna pull I'm gonna put it on our page so people know. Like it's a yeah. lot of black businesses that's happening. We just don't get promoted because we don't promote ourselves unless the person is like popular and or if everybody is sharing it. We don't share what's not popular we only share was what every we only follow trends that's it right or or we, you gotta be a family as, member we as black people are not poor you know what i'm saying uh we just don't know what to do with our dollar if we was poor none of the businesses would be in our neighborhoods the liquor stores wouldn't be there the corner stores wouldn't be there the gas stations wouldn't be there the it'd be chinese restaurants in our neighborhood like there's money in there and they know that we only we just think of ourselves as broke because we don't we don't we don't see the power of our, in our own dollar once Correct. we get that that mindset that mentality of the power in our dollar then we can start bringing those things into our community and that's why they say support black black businesses need to support black businesses but i take it a step further than that because master p said what one thing that our people suffer is that we only want to cater to our black community these other races are not just catering to their race. They're 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 catering to all races. So if you want to flourish like them, you got to go. You got to cater to everybody. You can't just cater to this group. Yeah, you want to start out doing that because these are your people. But from there, you want to expand too. Don't just stay in this box. Right. Okay. Let's see. What um speaking of mindset, I did want to talk on that. I believe that's the first thing that has to change is the mindset. Because if you don't have the correct mindset, nothing will happen. You know what? We just came out with some uh oh man, if I got it on you know what I'm saying unlearn. We have to mm, unlearn, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. Unlearn to relearn. Um, and that's basically what what financial lit had to do. We had to unlearn those uh, those things that we was conditioned uh, that can like just growing up. Like I can't, but it's talking like just even talking to my mom today about like uh, I'm like mom, y'all ain't never thought about like making us as uh, uh, authorized users on your on your credit cards when we were kids. She like nah, I don't know if I would trust y'all like that. I'm like not to have the car physically. But you know, we piggybacking off of you know what I'm saying, 
y'all credit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so y'all credit, right? Age, you know what I'm saying? We have this credit score. It's already is already together. We don't have to build it. You know what I'm saying? That's what the other races are doing. Why not? Why can't we do that? Because we see credit as something, man. I thought credit was like the worst thing ever to talk about. Like five years ago, if I wasn't paying it all right, I just wasn't getting it. That was that was a poor person's mentality of thinking. Yeah. Instead of utilizing your credit, there's good credit or bad credit. You know what I'm saying? You have to have credit. You know what I'm saying? The credit, uh, uh, 800 credit score can get you anything. Anything. Listen, credit. <laughs> credit is better than cash, man. Credit hey, look, better than cash. I bought a car a few months ago. I'm <clears throat> paying off all that debt, and I my interest rate was like. I think my interest rate was like 6.5 and then they ran it again. They dropped down to like 3.4. When mm. I say my jaw was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care how much, what the price was on the car. <laughs> I care that about interest. the car. Cause, yeah. cause her, you know, y'all know when I had my little Ford Escape back in like 2010, that thing had a 29.9 APR rate on there. Yeah, that's how they get you when you're young. I've learned that. I, I learned a lot from my mistakes. So when I sat at the car, I was like, look, I ain't taking nothing over 10%. I ain't this and that. I know my credit. But I mean, when they came back with that three point, I was like, drive me off a lot right now, goddammit. Like, let's roll. So right, I right. Mean, credit, credit plays a huge factor. And like, I'm teaching my wife. Like, I'd be like, look, and she began frustrated with me. I'm like, well, because I got a big pet peeve. I'm like, don't swipe your credit card unless you have the money to replace it today. Yep. And Jay-Z, I, I believe Jay-Z is the one that said it. Like, if you have, you don't spend 500 unless you got 500. Meaning, like, technically, you, you should have $1,000. Oh, yeah. So, like, don't don't be swiping the card unless you unless you're about to get some gas. And you know every week we do gas allowance. So go ahead, swipe so you can get a little bit of credit on there and then put it back on there, but don't be going in there trying to buy two. You make a $75 payment, but then you swipe it and spend $125. What was the point of making the damn payment? <laughs> you could have skipped the goddamn payment and just bought some damn clothes for $75 and called it a day. But instead, you put $75 on there, then you put $125 on there. That's like, what, $200-something you just spent, technically? Plus interest? Yeah. Look, yeah. I'm in my feelings right now. Look, I'm in no, my feelings right now. Let me bad. back up. <laughs> I had a moment, y'all. I had a moment. Somebody must have made. A I purchase. think every card need to go to something. You know what I'm saying? Like I have, I have a secure credit card. That's just for gas. You know what I'm saying? I got this card. It's just for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Costco's uh, uh, cards. They come. They they come with rewards. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. always, always. They heard. I was just talking about that Costco. Mm-hmm. Man, listen. When you got kids, you just in that Sam's Club, <laughs> man. Sam, yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah, so. Costco, when they when you I'm telling you when you walk in, they say, Hey, welcome to Costco. You're gonna walk out with about three hundred dollars worth of stuff because of that first customer service moment. Like <laughs> so don't take no credit cards in there because you're gonna swipe away like <laughs> swipe or no and swipe. Too, when, when you pan on that, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you pan before the due date. You pay five, six days ahead, you trick the the, the report system. Mm-hmm. Listen, a lot of people don't know that, you know what I'm saying? So if you if you got it a little early, go ahead and put it instead of paying on the 20th, pay on the 15th. You know what I'm saying? Check that check that credit report system. You know what I'm saying? And everybody else do it, we just don't do it. <laughs> right, right. 
I definitely pay stuff. I pay stuff actually, which is funny, on the first and the fifteenth. If it's due later in the month, I pay it on the fifteenth, regardless of the date. Yep, yep. Look, you financially lit over there. <laughs> I'm trying that's, to. Keep. That's why you got that tie on. See, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we came ready today. Popcorn for everything. Yeah. We been talking about this. It's so hey, it's so much to talk about. Even going back to the vehicles, man, like. When people buy their cars and they go on all these dealerships and put them hard increase, like Man, killing your credit. Get your pre-approval first, then yep. go into and, and, and you don't gotta run nothing. I already got all this. You know what I'm saying? Already ready and set. Cause why? And then the but they payments, so they got out. new they got new ways to get you now. So what they do is, I learned this when I was buying my car. They got me just a little bit. I was like, nigga, stop. So <laughs> I had to talk to him like a child. Stop. So, what they'll do is they'll run your uh, you do a pre pre approval and then you'll get approval whatever, and then you'll go there to these lots and they'll be like, oh, we got to run it again. No, you don't. I already yeah, got right. pre approved. No. So this is how they'll get you. They'll say, oh, because you know a lot of times on your documents you don't spell out your full middle name. You put your first mm. initial. So now they're saying, oh, I didn't run your full middle name. I need to run it and make sure it's you. Nigga, no, you don't. My social security number is the same. Like, you don't need to run the middle name, goddammit. Like, what you running for? And they try to do me like that at the car lot. And I stopped and was like, stop. Because y'all, what they trying to do is sometimes they trying to get higher interest rates mm -hmm. or they want you to put down a higher down payment on a car mm -hmm. so they can get oh, more yeah. money in their pocket. Nah, nigga. Them, them down they, payments, my wife down the payments, they be tripping. They be tripping on them down payments. Like, and they only make oh the difference. God. The lady told us the other day, 15 cents, 20 cents difference, a dollar, five dollars. For, like, for every uh thousand is only thousand. $10. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's thousand, 10 to 20 dollars. <laughs> mm -hmm. You can take this $500, $500 down payment <laughs> and call it a day. About your business. That's what I did. I mean, he was trying everything in the book with me. I said no. This is what I got. This is what I'm willing to give, and that's it. Like, I don't, I, don't, yeah. I, I, I mean, I want a car. I don't need a new car right now. I just want one. You know what I'm saying? Just to treat myself. But you want this sale? You and he wanted that sale, and people still ask me, to, like, how did you do that? How you get a whole uh uh twenty uh twenty twenty Wrangler? You know what I'm saying? You ain't put nothing down but just the first month payment. That was it. I'm like, man, listen. I went in there with a plan. I already, I had it all mapped out already. So he had to do nothing yep. else. <laughs> I did the same thing yeah, last I, year. I'll be feeling bad when people be paying them. They put seven thousand down just to mm -hmm. get a six hundred dollar a month payment. Right. You know, I see the ones that may put down a big one if you like say you unless your credit is you about trash. to buy a jag. If you about to <laughs> if you about to buy a jag and it's a thirty thousand dollar car, yeah, you might want to put ten, fifteen thousand down so you don't have no seven hundred dollar car note. I get it. But shit, if you only go out, I'm about to get a ten thousand dollar car. My car note gonna be like two fifty three hundred. You gonna take this five hundred dollars and fifty cents that I'm gonna give you, just in case I got to cash app you. Like goddamn it, so <laughs> I would have just I would have just took that ten and just put it towards the payments. Like I'm not about to get ten up front, dog. No, dog, no, no, no. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I mean, it's different ways. It's different. It's definitely different ways to 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 work the system. Um, that was just something that worked for me, and obviously you found something that worked for you. So congratulations for the both of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, fellas, y'all, y'all got anything for demo? Ooh, we, we definitely talked about a lot here. No, I'm good. 
Y'all know I'm about to be cutting a lot of clips tonight. As you should. Yeah. As you should. Yeah. Listen, listen. Hey, old habits don't lead to new experiences. Step out on faith. Invest in yourself. Know the power of your dollar. Uh, you and, and and people say not everybody is an entrepreneur. Exactly. Some people are just nine to fivers, which is okay. And you could be a nine to fiver and still invest your money in other way in other ways. You know what I'm saying? It's just that was like we talked about that the one K to raw. Yeah. That was me. I was I was like that. I said nine to five. I'll work nine to five. I'm cool with it. I like my field. But what has happened is is that as I'm getting older, I'm starting to listen more to what these executives talk about, these directors, and you start to hear those words a lot that says, "You're still young. You got time. Be patient. Um, you got this." Then you see people leave and how fast they can replace you. Then you see like. The way I've been in my field for so long, you can see like, man, and everybody keeps telling me like, man, you got the knowledge, you know the resources, go ahead and start your own. It's just like, I'm scared. Like, I don't want to be out there and go and go in debt. Okay. But now it's just like, fuck it. Like, call my boys. What y'all trying to do? Hey, let's do it. If it work, it work. If it don't work, at least I can say I tried and I know yeah. like at the end of the day, I'm not going to do anything. And that's where I'm at now. I'm just like, I'm done stressing out like, man, how the fuck I'm going to pay a bill tomorrow? I'm just, I don't care if it's non-profit, not profit. I just want to start something where I pay myself and I can help those that that um that need it. Rather, if I we blow up on this podcast, right? We blow up on a nonprofit to help at-risk youth. Rather, I just fuck around and hit the strip club a couple times a night. And I don't know, but it, I gotta get the money. So look at Jeremy, like strip even, club. Even with, <laughs> uh, financially lit, hoodie on like he said he just wanna be the DJ. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's he can't be the DJ. He gonna be like coming to the stage. I'm like, this ain't gonna be right. This just ain't right. Hey. <laughs> he gonna have his head down. This ain't right. <laughs> Even with uh, nonprofits, because it sounds like you were you were uh, one thing that scared you about it was how you gonna how your bills gonna be paid. But the biggest organizations in the world are nonprofit organizations. And yeah. they are rich, you know. So they just they put themselves on salary, you know. What I'm saying that's what you have a board for. So don't discourage that at all. Don't discourage yourself to do mm-hmm. that, man. Fear is is people is everyone's downfall, you know. what I'm saying like I I literally just got over my fears. Like I'm I'm doing whatever, man. If, if I if I got the vision, I'm just gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? And it's to the point now where even through COVID, you watch all these hardworking people put money in other people's business working nine to fives for them to just get they they job just taken from them no one and, and the business don't care they it just i'm sorry right you sorry i gave you 10 15 years what you mean you yep. sorry you know what i'm saying like when you think of it in that so you like bro i'm not working for nobody else somebody just do what i need to do and i'm getting it done um but if that's not your route I mean, it's always different ways you can invest. You can invest in your friend's business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So come up with a business plan like, oh, I got 10%. I got this amount of money for this amount back in percentage. Like, it, it's ways that you can go about doing things. You know what I'm saying? I say, I say, uh, invest in yourself, invest in your people, and step yeah. out, step out on faith. Step out on faith. You definitely got to nowadays. Definitely yes. have to. Yep. All right. Tell tell the people you know where where they can find you, follow you, website, whatever you want to shout out. 
Uh, y'all can y'all can find us on Instagram and Twitter at financially lit two the number two. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at financially lit. Our website is under construction. This is when I tell you I do try to do literally everything. I literally try to do everything. I'm trying to um actually learn how to shave time, <laughs> so I might have to start paying some people. You know what I'm saying to do stuff so I can get it done uh, efficiently and effectively. We might we um, might have some connection on the website thing. We might have some uh. Man, you know, I, do it. I just I just don't be having the time and I, that's my whole background I, I, I majored in uh, information technology and I actually work as an engineer so I know how to do these things I just don't have time <laughs> to just sit and okay. be like alright you know what I'm saying you know building a website take a, it's, it's time man to, if you building yeah. from scratch yeah yeah it's time for something but uh, side hustle Saturday make sure y'all turn on clubhouse you will always get something from there uh yeah my boys basketball is just at the same time like we play like we 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 play some games like tournament like au like we we tournament so by the time i get in i'll be like i want to join it you know what <laughs> but they got an early game this week so i'm i'm in there so because i know i know uh vic gone it's crazy man like me and vic don't even know each other and but me and Vic. So I I started following him when he went viral for a while when he graduated, and when he invested in stuff, he got his PhD. But I was getting my master's, and we both was in Minneapolis last uh, 2019 when we both graduated, and he was on stage. And then all of a sudden, I look on my phone, and he was going viral. And then I just commented, and was like, "I'm here too." <laughs> like, so we, we know it, like we here so. Man, I'm definitely gonna chime in because I definitely follow him, and he he's definitely inspiration, especially when it comes to finances and business, and he just keeps it going. And I, I can relate to him on so many levels with growing up and childhood. So I'm gonna chime in this Saturday. So if y'all listening, you know, financially lit and Vic and all of them, they definitely have all the the knowledge and wealth on Saturdays on their group. So Donald, if you got more info on that, people can tune oh, yeah. in on that. Uh, yep. Uh, uh side hustle millionaires are our theme is side hustle saturdays but the actual uh room is called side hustle millionaires uh me big a few other entrepreneurs uh we open up the 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 room and people literally ask whatever <clears throat> questions they want to ask they have investment opportunities and they just stuck in the area we will provide that information to try to uh, help guide them we had galen hughes on last week and he was repairing credit on the spot for free, <laughs> so like, yeah, y'all, uh, y'all be y'all be in there going in, man. I definitely I, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, we be going to like one in the morning. Like I, my eyes be bloodshot red. I'm tired, sleepy, but we gotta get we gotta help our people. You know what I'm saying? That's part of it. Me and Vic got something coming out. Uh, I, I'm gonna give y'all I'm gonna give y'all an exclusive prior to the bag. Uh, and it's only for it's, iPhone users only. Not your yep. Android niggas. Hey, whoa, chill out. Chill yes, out. no green bubbles. I love it. <laughs> yes. So, no green bubbles. So for, uh, Android, Android Nation around here. You feel me? So for, for, our, for our stock people or the ones that are not invested in stocks and are struggling on when to hop in, how to hop in, how much money they need. Um you I'm literally I experiment with my own portfolio. Um and I'm showing you all my moves, how I did it, why I did it, um, and how much I, I started with $300 just just, just to do this experience, this experiment to show people that as little as $300, you can, 
you can make some money just off penny stock. So it's called Prior to Bag. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's, it's, a, right. it's, a, it's a branch off. Like I said, we're trying to find things with financially lit to still help our people. So prior to the bag is coming. Um, prior P R Y O R. If y'all didn't get that, <laughs> prior to the bag is mm -hmm. last night prior. Um, so yeah, uh, and then we are gonna help our people make money off penny stocks. That's what we doing. I'm interested. That's, that's big. Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm, yeah. I'm reading oh. a book on penny stocks right now. Uh huh. Heard. I need uh, that you know, book. YouTube. YouTube. Financially lit. YouTube. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the page is dope. Page Thank is definitely you. dope. Thank y'all. We uh we we uh we shoot in our commercial this weekend, so we were excited about it. And okay. uh yeah, I can't Who wait to I can't wait to uh Dewan Battle. He actually uh awesome, does man. work for the 419 grind. Mm, okay, okay, that's why yeah. I said that name yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, he does amazing work. Um, man, he's a he's a visionary, man. We came up with a, a idea. He came back. He was like, hmm, I want to take it to the next level. And he hit us with something so crazy. I, I'm so excited. I can't wait to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. I can't cool. wait. So, yeah, be on the lookout okay. for that. All right. Well, definitely thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to hear. Get with me. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm actually about to buy another hoodie. I need I need another hoodie anyway. Let me, let me get some. These, these hoodies are really comfortable. And uh I got all black on today. All the way from the only thing I got black on yet is some Yeezys on my feet. Cause that's I think that's the only black tennis shoe because I'm not buying no shacks. You got Yeezys? <laughs> not, no, not yet. I'm about to. You got Yeezys? <laughs> you want to talk about the, me? What's wrong with Shaq? Uh -oh. You made millions too. Man, Shaq, right. <laughs> he made he made the same music as Jordan. And you know what's so crazy? I don't even wear Jordans. I use that as an example a lot. You know, so I don't mean to take y'all take y'all off topic, but when people like us growing up, we used to clown Shaqs. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we then did. when we grow up, we like he made the same million dollars as Jordan putting in Walmart and Payless. Like we just did. All, all we see is dollar sign. We don't really care about like. If Shaq would have had the motherfuckers in, in Foot Locker, we probably would be wearing them. Shaq does have them in Foot Locker. That's what people don't get. That's the funny the part. People, people, right, people will collide you because you went to the Walmart ones, but the Shaq Gnosis is still the same price as if you pay for the gloves or the, you know what I'm saying, the Griffies. It's still mm -hmm. the same price. Even his very first ones that just retro back when I was working at Finish Line, they were selling for 160 170 and people are buying them. Like, it's, it's the same thing. The difference is Shaq knew it. Shaq had a target audience, and he 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 went for that tar that target audience. You have to know your audience. When people start in business, I think they try so hard to get to this certain group, and they forget it's millions. No, of he went to the out here. He went to, he went to the Hispanics <laughs> that buy them shoes in Walmart. <laughs> and Jordan, what they call them? They got Mexican Jordans. Man, them team Jordans. They got them oh. Cortezes. <laughs> hey, listen. You got Cortez. Yeah. The, them the big house stompers, man. Fuck right. Y'all want to know what's so crazy? I haven't, I haven't bought a pair of Jordans since like my early 20s and I'm 30. I, I I've never bought a pair of Jordans ever. I just hate how our, our, our community act towards those. Thanks, guys. So they just... go crazy. Just make me Sorry. feel bad, why don't you? Just I'll make me feel bad. No, 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 I see it, about 20, 30,000 back there. You can go ahead and reinvest 20, in. 30,000? It is not no 20, 30,000. I wish. Right. I don't know. You it's do got not. about 20, 30,000 back there. 
Nope. No. I see. I see some. I if see you some resell, living. if you resell, you are gonna make hella money. Now, every mm-hmm. shoe's not gonna resell for that much above retail. Trust you, me, I know. You look like you like game. you got it suctioned in the plastic. <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not suctioned on plastic. Oh, you got it in the hey, plastic. This whole podcast platform back there is dope. Look at this back. Motherfucker look like a goddamn commercial over there. Like man, for real. It's all about presentation, man. That's what I'm trying to tell I you. Love I love you. Right. I mean, everybody talk about the beard. They be like, man, the beard be going down. I posted your picture on Instagram and your shit went viral. I was like, it's the beard. It's the beard. It's the face. <laughs> but but the beard just you, helps. Even if you don't right. sell the shoes behind you, obviously you're a sneakerhead. You you I bet you could probably create your own shoe. I don't know about I that. I don't part. want I, that. Oh, okay. We're going to go into another conversation. Hurt, control it. <laughs> <laughs> control it, hurt, control it. <laughs> What, they, they, what do they need to do? Hey. They need to follow us. Hey, he's gonna, he he gonna be laying in bed thinking about how he's gonna design his shoe. Watch, exactly. <laughs> he'll be like, Man, the king ain't shoe, but that's definitely a whole nother conversation. It is, but I'm gonna stay on after this. Definitely, okay. everybody, like she said, and man, financially lit too. Make sure y'all follow, make sure y'all go to their YouTube. Man, it's some, it's some great information on there for real. That's a Make sure y'all, yes, hey, sir. cop the merch. I'm definitely finna cop some. Cop the merch. That unlearned, that's gonna be my first purchase. I definitely need that. And we cop customize too. You know what I'm saying? We customize. We cater to you. Oh. I know people like to match it with oh, the yeah. shoes. The sneakers. Oh, yeah, I need sneakers. Oh. <laughs> hey, look, look. look, look, oh, look. You, done, oh, okay. you done messed up. He yeah. about to get all the colorways. Yeah, don't don't just don't just think it. Wear it. We 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 gonna mm-hmm. be financially lit. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, cool. we gonna, it's gonna be in our everyday life. Her. All right, make sure you follow, follow financially lit too. Make sure y'all all follow also follow us and New Millennium Culture. We on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and then our Twitter is Millennial New. Make sure y'all like, subscribe, man. Smash the like button, hit the notification button, YouTube. All that share the video and also tomorrow we're gonna have the audio ready. We we are now on anchor by Spotify. We still on the regular Spotify. We on uh tune in Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, all of that. The audio will be ready tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. And if y'all missed this live, y'all miss any of it, y'all can rewatch it as well on Facebook and YouTube tonight. And don't forget next week. It's gonna be a, it's mental health week, and we got a therapist mm-hmm. that's coming in. Let's get it. Let's go, Jeremy. Okay. You know what to do. Two things. First and foremost, my do rag is fire. I don't know if y'all caught that. It's knuckles on one side, Sonic on the other. Throwback, just like that. Hurt. Drop the, Drop beat. the beat. Thank you to all our listeners. Make sure you check out our social media platforms and our website. Follow, like. Comment, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to stay updated with us. Please send us questions or topics that you would like to hear discussed. We'll see you next week. Peace.